Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So, so we are now recording uh, Howler on what I will say was the shortest pre-show uh, talk we've ever had, I think. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so I think, uh, so it sounded like we were just ready to go. So, well, I, you know, I, I think we said it the other day when we were sitting up for the Patreon show, uh, uh, talking to Bruce Dern that sometimes the best stuff we say is before or after the show. So we need to just go ahead and it to trip, tri, uh, flip the switch right off the bat. Get and just get her and get her started. So yes. And so, it'll either crash or it won't. It'll fly. You know, it's like the white Wright brothers. Maybe we, sometimes it takes a long runway to get us off the ground and sometimes <laughs> it just, we're just ready to go. So, I think sometimes it's better just to go and and sink or swim, right? Sink or swim, yeah. Why not, right? What do we got mm-hmm. to lose? What we, I mean, what do we got? We got nothing to lose. Well, but, I've uh, got the few vis- listeners we have, <laughs> the few listeners. Um, well, first of all, should we correct what something that we said uh, the last couple episodes about our loyal listener Stephen Wade living in Cockermouth? No, no, just leave it there because he, it he there? Does, okay. he, we don't need to know where people don't really need to know where his real town is. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's part of trade craft. I mean, he's a guitar player with a motorcycle. He, he, he almost looks like a Joey Knuckles half brother, doesn't he? And, um, <laughs> who plays guitar also. So you know I what? I he's was, got some great stories. This is what oh. I was thinking. You know what? I wish I, uh, when I was growing up, there was a place down here called Stage Left. Okay. And I don't know, huh? I said, okay. I'm fine. And I don't know why it was called Stage Left. If you, what was relayed to me is if you came down the highway from, from one direction, it was the left. And that was the direction most people come from. Okay. 
and they said that's why it was always left and and because isn't stage right like a like that's a that's a play like in a play exit stage left isn't that when you fail i don't you know but stage right isn't that like a direction like you're getting your instructions like when you're on stage from while you're in a play from stage right i I don't know know. but we we got to have some theater when i think about this when i think about this imagine it was it was down in god-fearing german catholic you know it was down between a place called uh, Keltstown and Folk, Westphalia. Westphalia is the closest town in, in our, our European, you know, that's a whole region in Germany, right? Yeah. And, okay. and it's surrounded by hay fields and piles of wood where they cut wood, you know what I mean? So if the ground, so like this was all the, 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 the top of the Ozark Escarpment and the Mississippian, um, uh, you know, I'm talking geological surveys, right? So, so we're at the top. We're where the glacier stopped, right? One side of the river is where the glacier stopped, and the other side. So, so one side was smooth. The north North Missouri is full of nice dirt, and South Missouri is full of rocks. So, for for whatever reason, and I think I talked about it one time. Didn't about Father Elias buying all the stuff. Didn't I talk about that one on the show one time? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so now Father. I'm going that. <laughs> But all that's to say is this. There was a stage down here in what you would think it would be Merle Haggard country, right? Yeah. Because it's nothing but farms. And, and the only thing that I ever remember seeing down there was hair bands. So, so it, was like, it was like local kids, a lot of which grew up in these big Catholic farm families. And, and Joey wanted to get a guitar or whatever or or. Or in the case of my part of my family, for whatever reason, they, they just always knew how to play instruments, right? And they played at church or whatever. And then, but there was always a, a second cousin or a first, you know, there was always the black sheep that, that decided that they were going to have a rat cover band or a, a Motley <laughs> Crue cover band. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. 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 And, and, and it would just be absolutely off the hook down there at this place called stage 11 it was there was no really no cops to speak of because the town the county is so rural there's just there's nothing right so so the amount of teenage drinking and some recreational marijuana use the kids nowadays would just not they wouldn't even be able to cope i mean they would not even understand the 80s right driving there with no seat belt (laughs) No air conditioning, the windows down, in cases of illegally uh, uh, possessed liquor, to go down there and listen to a bunch of people pretend to be Motley Crue, and then in the in the in the in the what do they call that? You know, in the in the uh, uh, interlude, if you would. What's it called in music when you do an interlude? What do you mean, like in between? Right between bands, or when the band needed a break, it was it was oh, warrant gosh. cherry pie or whatever. Crank playing, is playing as the, loud yeah. as you could. I mean, so loud or so. Yeah, the intermission or intermission. Or, uh, yes. Yeah. So so whatever the latest, you know what I mean? <laughs> hair band was it was just cranked to the absolute 
loudest it could be. Right. And it was it was feathered hair and and it depending on top feathered of hair. Feathered hair, <laughs> leg oh, warmers, God. blue jean jackets. Remember guest jeans, you know what I mean? The chicks oh, yeah. had guest jeans on. You know what I mean? It was the eighties. And I you know, if I was if I was uh who was the director that made um all right, all right, all right. Okay. Oh, Link lighter. Something like that. That sounds right. You know, that did that did, did yeah. the uh, what was the days and confused. Days and confused. I would because he made that. It reminded him of the seventies when he was a kid. If I had a if focus, make if I maintain focus, movie, I would make yeah. a nineteen eighty nine movie. And I don't know what it would call. Well, I mean, I don't know what it would be called. You know. I don't know. I, I don't. You know. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. So and so that place reminds you of a of some place Stephen Wade probably is playing when he goes to. Yes. Yeah, so Rock. I get to thinking about those guys, and sometimes I think you know I should put together we because I'm down here at the lake where there's there's stages everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. for within within two miles of where I'm sitting, okay, I'm gonna scan three miles. Within three miles of where I'm sitting, there's at least one. Two, three, four, five, six stages, and in a in a ten thousand seat amphitheater within fifteen miles of me, right? Oh yeah, we've talked about that place. Yeah. So yes, I, I should I should have I should have some kind of a band down here. Uh, like that? That sounds like huh? a prime. Sounds like a prime spot for like a uh, like a like a hair band concert. That's, that's you know what, what I was I'm thinking. Saying? Yes. Like it's Cinderella straight from Cockermouth, UK. Here is here is here is Stephen Wade and the Destroyers or something. Yes, like or yes, yeah, uh huh. Which uh-huh. So, or straight? So, what you'd have to do? I'd probably have to sex it up a little bit. I'd hit straight from the Isle of Wight, and people wouldn't even know where that was, right? The Isle of Wight. They would Google it up. What's the Isle of Wight? You know what I mean? Straight from the Isle of Wight. Wight we have, uh huh. So, so you just, so you reminded me like, so Saturday I was on the mail route and I pulled into the, uh, the German market there, Carly's market in our town. That's still the last place still making bratwurst Uh and coming out was this guy and I, and I took a double take and I'm like, man, he looks familiar. Okay. So I go in and I realize who it is. It's a guy that was two years older than me in school. I have literally not seen him since I was a senior in high school. So 31, 32 years ago. Well, this guy was the, uh, he was a, he was the fullback when I was a fullback and, and they moved him to tailback because when I was a sophomore, you know, whatever, we had a little competition. He's a good dude. And we were in high school, this guy, uh, we had a talent show and this guy had learned to, his name's Toby, Toby Pollock. I learned to play guitar by ear. Okay. No Perfect, lessons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he got up there. As they the, should, right? Yeah. He got up there in the talent show and he played Eruption by Van Halen. Okay? Right. And anybody that doesn't, you know, people our age, they'll. You know. Google it up. It's, it's, it's done in talent shows for the last. YouTube's full of kids that, that, doing, that live doing this a, story. Doing Eruption. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, he, so he did this, you know, back in the 80s. And then. He was with a group of guys, and they did um, another Van Halen song. I think uh, uh, that girl you really got. You know, they did that song. Yeah. So, so great, blew everybody away because you know our little podunk 
community, you know, had never seen, you know, we had seen stuff like that. And, and then when he actually, at one point in high school back then, did like a little four song demo, I think, of some old 50s, 60s songs. You know, it was like he wanted to be a musician. So fast forward to now. He is a mailman in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. So he's doing the same thing I did. But do you know what he does now as a side gig? What he's been doing for quite a few years. He is a, uh, he's an Elvis impersonator. And so his hair, while it's not jet black like Elvis's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of big, you know, like a, like kind of like a lion's mane. And he kind of, has kind of like an Elvis persona. And so he, I rolled up on him and I said, I said, man, I haven't seen you forever. And he right away, you know, starts with friends on Facebook or whatever, and started talking and, and man, I really wanted to know like how the Elvis thing was going. You know, it's kind of cool. He's, he's an El- So what did he say? Did he like him? Um, I asked if he had a gig and he's like, yeah, I got one up here. But then it just turned into, Talking about the mail, talking about the mail route, <laughs> like what his mail route was like, what my mail route was like, what it's like down there in Columbus, what it's like. And I was kind of, I, I mean, I was glad to see him, glad to, you know, stop and talk to him and stuff. I was a little disappointed. I want a little more Elvis. I didn't want so much mail, you know, I mean, but it was, it was just funny, man. I hadn't seen him in 30 years. And um, to me, the cool thing to talk about was, would have been like, you know, Everybody thinking he's Elvis, you know? Well, yeah, so. yeah. Well, you know, I I, I had um, we had Elvis again at my grandma's party, and uh, on Saturday I had my grandma's ninetieth birthday party, and uh, we had the same Elvis impression. This is the third time we've had him. We had him for her party before COVID, and then we had her for my brother's funeral, and then we had him for this deal, and. Uh, you know, he's a great Elvis impersonator, but he's not a good storyteller because I was trying to talk to him about various things and I, he's kind of guarded. And I'm assuming because he's really Elvis. Well, he might have real good stories. I Wouldn't you think as an Elvis impersonator, you'd have fantastic stories? I, like, you know, I couldn't be an Elvis impersonator because I, 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 I. I've got to watch it because I've got a lot of family members that are starting to listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay. But there were some people at this party. These people go off. I, some of these old they women, get, they get a little like carried away. Really and you just want to say, get, hey, he's really not Elvis. They get a little carried away. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, well. so. I does he change? Wonder, does he does he change it up at all since he's since you guys? Have oh yes, so so he okay. Yeah, so he he was uh, he was in a black leather outfit, which is great for August in the Midwest in Missouri. You know what I mean? Black leather is <laughs> the best thing to show up in. Right? <laughs> and I mean, he looked phenomenal. But uh, in the show, yeah, it was a little different. It was it was uh, it was a Hawaiian theme, so. He was black leather and and 
and what was the movie Blue Hawaii or what was the album? Yeah, sounds about right. Blue Hawaii. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like, you know, he, my uncle or whoever hired him must have told him the backstory because that was kind of his his theme. You know, was Blue Hawaii. But I, you know, I don't. I, maybe I shouldn't even say this because uh, he might be a listener. Um, <laughs> but I, they said next year. She's ninety, so this is a year day to day thing, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think it. I think once you get over fifty, it's kind of day to day, right? I mean, I hope not because we fifty. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's day to day. They said they're going to might try to get a Willie Nelson impersonator for next year. Really? What age of Willie? I you know I don't get in the details because sometimes beggars can't be choosers. Now, my my cousin that was cooking that hog tells me that uh, you know they they they. He dropped this name like I should know, but I grew up in a different different town than they did, so I don't. I got exposure to different people, right? Yeah. So he said, you know, and I'm going to say Joe Smith because I don't remember what he named, but he said, you know, old Joe Smith, and I said, oh yeah, you do. He used to be the Elvis impersonator up here, and he did. He was a hell of a job a guy, but finally he just got so fat, people quit hiring him, so he had to quit because he could only do the. The Vegas Elvis and nobody. And that's really. that you said exactly what I was thinking. He needed to just tell those people, hey, you've got the pre sixty eight comeback to her Elvis. So so yeah, you've got yeah, you that this is what you get, right? <laughs> oh gosh. Imagine being the guy, the Elvis guy for a community. That'd be something. I mean, everybody's gotta be something, right? I guess it's he's the guy if you want Elvis. He's you know. We, we call him. We refer to our the good Elvis, the good Elvis. You know, <laughs> so you because we had Elvis a bad one, like five years for her eighty fifth birthday. We had a bad one. You had the bad Elvis, okay? Yeah, I mean, not as good Elvis. Yeah, he was, he was, he was just wasn't as good. And and I think maybe that's why we think this guy was so good because when we got the bad Elvis, he just he was a little heavier. It didn't look nothing like Elvis, right? Yeah, and. and um, he just wasn't that good. So when we got, that was for her 84th birthday. They usually try to have a party the first of weekend in August every year. They started with her 82nd or 83rd birthday in case you, we had to do it day to day, right? Because, you know, we're going to have to do this every, we still know when they're going to, she's going to pass away, right? Yeah. And now we're no, up to 90, huh? Now we're up to the yeah. 90th birthday. So they've done this every year for, except for during COVID. So they've done it. Eight out of the last uh, five out of the last seven years, or six out of the last seven eight years. You know what I mean? So, so, so obviously she's a big Elvis fan. She a big Willie Nelson fan, or she's a big them? yes. You know, I've probably I, you know I've told you the story of her and David getting into it. I know I've told. You that oh story. yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, <laughs> yeah, just stuff from the fifties. You know, early fifties, uh, sixties. You know, Hank Senior, more Hank Senior than Hank Junior, because that's what my uncle wanted. Why can't we get Bo Cephas impersonator? And and of course, the young people were like, "Who?" You know, they didn't know Bo Cephas. <laughs> you know what I mean? They didn't Bo Cephas. Why can't we get Bo Cephas in there? Who? I was at the fair the other night, and and the Lax was on stage. You know who they are? Well, yeah, of course. You know, I know who they are. Yeah. I, well, I didn't realize that was them. They were playing. It was the tractor pull night. 
and I walked over to 4-H barn and got a cheeseburger. Got my kid, my kid won soda. And, and anyway, we walked to the 4-H barn and we were just going to walk around. And I said, you were ready to go. It was 10 o'clock or whatever. And he said, yeah. And I said, well, here, I'll take you the long way. I'll walk you through. I'll walk you more the sheriff's office emergency services are set up. And I walked him right down the midway where all the car, I mean, where all the action is, right? Oh, yeah. But they had the big stage set up by the beer garden and, and they were playing the lax air on the speakers during intermission. And I was like, who's up there that they're playing that? You know what I mean? So I waited for him to come back on and I realized on the back when I, I realized after standing there a few minutes, now I'm behind, by this time I'm behind the stage. So I can't really read it because the lights are, it's designed for me to be in the front looking forward, not in the back looking forward. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, when it took on stage, I was like, that's really them. And I'm like, there you go. Huh? And I, they did I, the little bit I saw, them, they did a great job. Yeah. They're pretty popular. I mean, most people wouldn't know who they are, but you know, the country rap thing is kind of uh it really kind took of an, off. You know, I, I really think that was the first boat I missed. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. they, you could have been a country rapper. I could have been a country Mac. I could have been the first guy back in, in, in 89 when Vanilla Ice was breaking out. But he okay. wasn't a country rapper. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's how it, that's how fresh it would have been. I could have been the first one. Well, and ironically, the Ozark Howler would have been a great rap name. A great country rap name. Yes, and I by this time I should be, you know, that was thirty years ago. I should I should have my stage down at Branson by now. I could have made the whole world circuit. I could have made a fortune. Hey, I could have made a fortune, lost a fortune, and big down to Branson. Okay, by now. Sometimes I feel like I've wasted my life. What? What? Do you, what I wonder what the. <laughs> I wonder if the listeners. I wonder how many, what kind of response we could get, what they would, what they think of, we wrote, did a little country rap song and you, and we did a, did a video and you came out as the Ozark I could. I don't think I could. I'd have to get somebody to be somebody besides me because I'm, I'm that. I think you could do that. You you could do it. We, we could make a song that you could rap. Nope. Oh, we can have, oh yeah. I think it's, I think we're way beyond that. Uh huh. I Listen, you can't now. Now you're just teasing me. Now you know that I'm going to say we could do it because you're you're saying it, telling me you can't. I watched their video, so 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 I sat and, and watched a bunch of the Lax videos. I watched some Col- for, uh, Ford videos, of course. Moonsh- I always, Moonshine Bandits. Yeah, yeah I always Moonshine. watch Moonshine Bandits, right? So that's my right. litmus test. Moonshine Bandits, and their videos depict. A lot of their videos depict my high school life back then. See, why are why should I had a big hey I had a big square body. My, my it bugs my son because he wants me to get a big square body again when he goes through some of my old pictures. Of, I've had some you know not super big. My last big truck I had thirty eight inch groundhogs on big old three quarter ton seventy seven Chevy. Um, I've had just had a, I probably had nine or ten. What you know what I'm talking about when I say square bodies. Yeah, my first truck yeah. was a '79 yeah. Scottsdale, and oh, then yeah. I bumped it up. Oh yeah, I had an '84. I've had a slew of '83, '84, '85, three quarter tons, um, just an absolute slew. I had a two '85 Suburbans jacked up with 35 inch BFGs at different times. Um, I had a slew of stuff. Uh, there's well, a thing on Facebook called Lesterville 
mud run and it's it's people that put a lot of pictures um from the 70s and the 80s you know they outlawed dnr department of natural resources outlawed driving streams and and stuff in the early 90s so they don't have it anymore but but if you look on that you can see what it looked like when and and any of those things other than the fact most of the people don't have tattoos <laughs> I, listen i think we could i think your brother he's always got really cool trucks coming through I think we could get some cool trucks to do a really cool music video. You know, the Ozark Howler, and I don't even know what the name I thought about are. putting one together. You know, he's got a 79 short bed step side over there. And mm-hmm. I I thought, you know, we it's black. We should make it the we should make it the from the shadows and 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 raffle it off to our listeners. <laughs> get some get some like a really cool like the silhou- silhouette of the uh, no, you listen. We'll crypt. give the whole truck away. Yeah, but I'm saying to get to get like do some custom painting on the hood or the side. Yeah, uh huh. Or leave it primered. I mean, what's the matter? Uh, it's a '79 big block Scottsdale step side. They just, <clears throat> but he's going to fix it all up. I mean, some of his trucks. I mean, he had a crew cab at Meekin brought seventy two thousand bucks. Good lord, that's almost as much as my first house. Exactly. I mean, I just can't believe some of these, some of his old trucks bring more. And that's what I was going to say about my son. He's wanting me to buy, my youngest boy wants me to get one of these old Chevys and have my brother help him fix it all up and all this stuff. And two things. First of all, it's a, it takes a lot of time and, and they get to where they take a lot of money. Uh, That's a lot of money for an, uh, for an old truck, for sure. Get, they get to where they're 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 worth so much now. I don't know, you know. It's it's neither here nor there. You know, I I had some transmission trouble in my old Chevy one ton a couple year and a half ago, and I started driving this F one fifty I bought for my wife, and and I'm so spoiled. I hate. To, I mean, I'm almost embarrassed to tell my listeners I drive an EcoBoost F one fifty because they'll pull my cool cool card. But I'm spoiled. Give me that fuel injected, that air conditioning, and power six way power seats. I mean, you don't want the vents on the floor and the, and no, the my wing windows. Hey, that's what my son was asking. He thinks those are so cool. You know what a wing window is? Well, of course. He yeah. was calling them vent windows. I said, what? Yeah, you had them vent windows. I said, yeah, the wing windows. Hey, my brother had a 91 and maybe I can get a picture of it to post it. Cause I don't think I took one. My bro- was, was the last year you could get a one ton four door square body up in the 91, but they had to be ordered. So he's got a 91 one-ton square body, this beautiful truck on 35-inch, 40-inch tires of some sort. And and it's, it's the interior's Silverado, nice. It's all been redone. I mean, they put new door panels. And that's what I was looking at. It smelled like paint when I opened the door. And he said, no, there's new door panels because he replaced the dash, the door panels. I mean, he replaces everything on these trucks, right? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And uh, my son and one of my cousin's kids, so it would be like my kid's second cousin or whatever you call it, once removed. They, You know what? They they kept messing around with something in the back seat, and they were like, hey, finally my son said, Dad, what is this? And you know what it was in the door panel? Uh, it was an ashtray. Yes, a little chrome. Remember them GM chrome ashtrays? It just kind of flipped out <laughs> and flipped in. You know what I mean? It had like a hinge on it. Yep. They were sitting there enamored by the little chrome ashtrays in the back. And I said, they're ashtrays. I said, for smoking. You know what I remember being in those ashtrays is like uh, gum wrappers. With gum wrappers gum. or some gum. gum. Or yeah, maybe <laughs> or some, yeah. a sucker stick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, you know what? I, so, what we need to do, we need to get a 90s cover band okay. made up of, of, of some of our listeners, right? There's got we gotta have listeners that are well we got our drummer the other day. We talked to our drummer. Oh yeah. yeah. He can quit he can quit taking care of the foxes and <laughs> and he'd be like Charlie Waters. He's about that age, right? So he can be the nice steady ship. We can get we can get Stephen Wade he's guitar, he, right? Well, that's right. We'll get him on H one one visa for for musical performance or something. We'll get him over here, and we'll just do some. And they can show up in my in a big dinies suburban or something. My brother will jack up and paint up for him, right? Oh, I'm getting the mm-hmm. ba- be like in the Blues Brothers and getting the band back together. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. Now speaking of that, did did I see? Did you tweet out something about me telling you to watch that show? The old guy. I did that. You know, it took me two days to get through the first 26 minutes. Why is that? Because it was, well, it just kind of depressed me. It was slow getting started. And I mm-hmm. thought I was watching a movie about some old guy losing his mind. Losing his mind. And, and plus, it was he great the way they, it was great the way they set that up. I thought. Yeah. Until it, until it went, until it went, until it went full throttle, right? Oh, yeah. So I finally, I, I, I sat in there. Playing Clash of Clans. <laughs> I do about three things when I'm sitting in my chair, right? I'm, I'm trying to pet dogs, play Clash of Clans on two different vices because I got two different clans, and and watch TV. And I Googled it up while I was waiting uh, for my my uh, my army to rebuild, and it said it, it described it. And then I said, okay, now I need to watch it. And I fought through it. And then like minute 26 is when he kills the first guy in the basement. And uh, well, don't ruin it for everybody. 
That's I didn't even tell you what the movie was. But you know what it oh. reminds me of? He, it, I think the reason why it bothered me because I started watching it before Saturday, and Bridges in some ways, especially when he plays. Not so much the dude, but you saw him in um, Lonesome Heart or whatever. Yeah, he he remained just his aura when he's playing these cowboys. It kind of reminded me of, of Bobby Hartman we were talking about. And oh, remember, yeah. I talked to you three weeks ago, and I said he's in going in the hospice, right? Well, then, I told then you, you that. sent me a picture. Sent me a picture of him standing over a hall. Well, sh- you know what's funny is I was at my dad's the other day, and I told him, my dad. I said I've tried to call him twice. I said, I told these guys in Ohio about him, and, and they were able to get a hold of him that night. And I had called him twice, and, well, my uncle t- said, no, he's going to hospice, and he's in hospice, and he ain't going to make it, or it ain't looking good, or, or or whatever. You know what I mean? So I've tried to call him twice, and he never answered. And usually he's Johnny on the spot calling me back. Or texting me back. So I thought, well, my gosh, it's the end, right? Yeah. And uh, and they had a the, the, the Saturday me and my brother came back from Europe. We got back on a Friday. And they had a benefit thing for him. And they blocked off the streets in this town, Russellville, and had a thing out on the street. And, and my brother, me and my brother was going to go. But then we got home late. You know how it is. We, we, we. We got home Friday night, and in Saturday we didn't do nothing. And in and in Sunday he said, "Dude, we missed Bobby's party last night. They ran out of beer in the whole town." And I said, "Do what?" And he said, "Yeah, whatever he had." <laughs> the whole they went time. out. They went. There was two quick shops, two places to sell beer, and they bought every one. And he told me last night, or he told me Saturday. So I go to my grandma's 90th birthday, and his mother pulls in who's in bad health too, because she's 90. She's my grandpa's little sister. And, uh, yeah, sitting in the back seat of this, uh, you know what a Ford Escape looks like? Yeah. It's not even like an Explorer or an Expedition. It's like a little bit of Escape. There he is in the back. So they pulled him off his deathbed and brought him this, this, because when he first got, he's got pancreatic cancer for the listeners. And, he he got the feeling bad. He goes to the doctor for the first time in years or whatever, and they go, holy cow, you got this cancer, that cancer, kind of like my dad's deal. And, oh, by the way, we did blood work, and you bet you were exposed to Agent Orange back in the day, the VA system. And oh, uh, so it was just like he ran off a cliff. And when he got diagnosed at the same time, my brother, the one that just passed, got diagnosed. He was going to fight it, and, of course, my brother decided to just drink and smoke and die. And... I'm ad-libbing because I don't know if he really wanted that, but that's what happened to him. But back to Bobby. Bobby tells me on the phone, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to fight it. They're going to be in the, he lost, he's lost 72 pounds. Oh, he had to quarantine because they were so worried about COVID. So for the last year or for the first year he was fighting it, he couldn't even see anybody. He was either in the hospital or at his we used to call his farm the uh, Broken Heart Ranch, and, <laughs> and uh, I just hear we stories were. that just yes, you know, yeah, that's so Broken Heart Ranch is what we used to call it, and because uh, he broke some hearts back in the day for various reasons, 
And uh, anyway, there he was, not looking that bad. Now, my brother told me this morning, he said, oh, my God, he didn't. My, now, it's hard when you are, because I was talking to my brother this out. When you're in your 20s and these guys are in their prime when they're 45, right? Say 40, oh. 50 is their prime, right? You just yeah. think about your dad. Back when he was in his 40s, he was a force to be reckoned with, right? Seemingly, yes. You, you, you didn't know any better. Yeah. But now, you know, we're 50 and these guys are 70 plus, And they sometimes look like, especially when they're battling cancer and chemo. And he had this, um, he had a surgery. He, of course, he pulls up a shirt and said, they gutted me like a carp. And uh, they took his big mass. They took, I mean, you know, he's had like two surgeries, three surgeries, all this chemo. And then, of course, now they found another spot on his liver and something else. So he's got to start chemo again here in a week or two. But what he said was, I've, I've, I've got to go out and talk to people and I can't quarantine anymore because this could be the end. You know what I mean? So, so what's the point? What's what's the point of fighting it and then staying at home and dying alone? Right. So, so, um, but my brother commented me this morning, he said, man, I, he was Sam Elliott when we were kids. And I said, and, and my little brother was like, and he didn't seem that. And I said, dude, first of all, he's 70 plus years old. And second of all, he's had freaking stage four cancer and he's had this and he's had that. And well, I, mean, uh, huh? I mean, going back then, you know, you've seen everything he's been through and, and fought through and what he's and going back to talking about, you know, Jeff Bridges being in that show, the old man, it's I, he plays. Yes, because especially he, in the he, beginning when he thinks he's going insane, he plays such a good so I, that's what I was thinking about Hartman. I wonder if Bobby's going through the same thing because, because when you see Bridges, you always see a cowboy, the dude, or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? You always see that guy, right? Yeah. And the way but, he plays that guy is so good, especially in the beginning of that show. That well, I, f- I felt like, uh, I mean, I'm, I've got some aches and pains, and I'm like, man, I, I could feel that. You know, I could feel like. Him walking real slow, crawling out of bed, and and uh-huh. and uh, you know, and, and the couple fights he's getting. I'm just like, how could how could you even, you know? I could feel it. Like I used to yeah, remember well, some of the fight scenes. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> well, you know? I, re- I remember being a kid, being much younger, and seeing like uh, Bruce Willis and Die Hard, or uh, Nick Nolde and a couple, and they just played getting the crap kicked out of them so good it was so believable okay but when i look at it they were really weren't that young when i was watching them do it it made it it might not have been acting you know what i'm saying because you could look at me now getting up out of the couch and how i struggle and um it's not acting it's a struggle Yes, you know? well, you so know I what hit feel, me home is he's really got those. I can feel what they're doing, you know. How yeah. bad. You know what hit home with me is he's got those two dogs, and I think that's what I tweeted. He's uh, got those two dogs with him, and I live with two dogs, right? And and are your dogs as well behaved as those dogs? Yes, well, the one for sure. The other one's fifty fifty because she's only two years old. But 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 don't get don't get me don't get me started on dogs. I I they tell are, you what I'm I telling you right Mace, now. I put mace on my bag for the first time in about 15 years on Saturday because I had had it. I just had it with dogs. Well, if it's a smart dog, you'll only have to mace them once. Well, I don't like macing dogs because 
the trouble with macing dogs is is when you is when it you, real pepper spray or is it some knockoff stuff i don't know it's whatever they it's whatever they give us but the problem is, is when you train your dog you don't train your dog with mace but you train your dog that they do something wrong you you know you smack them on the nose of the really the best way to do it is when they're puppies you know what the best way to do it is what bite their ear Bite their ear? Yeah, a lot of people don't want to do that because you get hair in your mouth and your face is right down there by their face. But yeah, you got to dominate the dog and bite his ear. That's what he understands. Well, I can't. Listen, I can't as a mailman get down and bite any dog's ear. They're not going to let me. But but I'm I just, just saying, trying to tell you. <laughs> well, maybe I can go to that porch with those nine little Rottweiler puppies or pit bulls. Are they puppies. getting big? Why don't you bring them some treats or candy or something? Well, the problem was this fr- so Friday, I started walking up by that house, and the mom is started jumping, okay, jumping up to the top of the railing. One time she got up where her paw, if she knew what she was doing, her paws got onto the top of the railing. She could have catapulted herself up over the railing into the yard right the after. The mom or Rottweiler? The mom. The mom pit, pit bull. Oh, they're and pit bulls. They're pit bulls. I thought yes. they were Rottweilers. She, no, she's a pit. This one's a pit bull. Okay. Yeah, pit bull with the pit bull puppies. I mean, I think they're half and half, to be honest. I don't think they're pure. It could man. be. Who knows? But I didn't deliver their mail. And then Saturday, they the people saw me coming, and they, they took her off, put her in the house. And as I walked over the porch, these nine little puppies come over, and they just they, they want me to pet them. And I'm thinking, I'm not even going to pet you guys, you know, but I tell you what I will do is if they take her off the porch, uh, cause I'm on vacation this week, I'm going to, maybe I'll bite a couple of them's ears. Yeah. Maybe I'll just lean in there and grab it, bite a couple. Yeah, or just give one. them a treat. If you have a little hot dog or something, give them oh, a treat. Now, why would I be carrying a hot dog around? <laughs> I guess you got a bunch of badass dogs on the route. I don't know. But they really be, they really be chasing me. No, I'm just trying to help you do something that's that you won't regret. <laughs> uh, I think I would rather bite their ears and give them a hot dog. How about that? Oh, I don't. Maybe know. I, just, I couldn't do I'll it because I what, end up maybe, eating hot dogs myself. Huh? Maybe I'll just get a, find the next cat. I'll find a cat on the route and toss it up there on the porch. I don't know. You oh, get the wrong cat, it'll probably screw them dogs up. <laughs> no, everybody's like, I can't believe you do that to cats, but. But I, I was so hot here, and I was just so irritated with these dogs. And uh, there's this one. Now you tell me they they got a collar on it, okay? So one of those shock collars, and it's uh-huh. a corner lot. I mean, it pro the, the it probably can go ten feet on this shock collar. But what this dog has figured out to do is, he sees me coming, and he hides around the back of the house, okay? Because what I started doing is walking out to the street and walking to the side to see if he's over on the porch. So I could see everything but the back of the house. And if he's not there, then I know it's safe, you know. Well, Friday, I, I walk out. I don't see. Well, here this dog was hiding behind the back of the house. He's figured out what I was doing. And he was hiding it. So I put the mail and I turned around. And all of a sudden, he comes sprinting around. And I turn around and. Get out of here, you know. I'm like, that's it. I got to start carrying mace. I'm not going to get, I, I hate to do it, but 
I'm not getting bit by one of these knucklehead dogs because their owners are idiots. Sorry. Maybe it was the heat. Maybe it was the heat that really pushed me over the top, and I'll and I'll have a better disposition when it gets cooler. But it's just uh, I just can't believe people buy have dogs for the sole purpose of putting them out in the city so they can bark at every blade of grass that blows in the wind. You know, there's a lot of people. They're missing something in their life. <laughs> then they should keep the dog in the house with them. If that's what they're missing. Well, I'm just telling you that 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 more I'm around, uh, yeah, I can see that that maybe they gravitate toward those things because they're they are missing something in their life, right? I mean, they could get a goldfish, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't understand it. And then to come out and scream and yell at the dog because it's barking, doing what it's supposed to do, is even dumber. Well, let's don't you can't get me on how dumb people are because I go down a rabbit hole that we don't have enough time, and I'll alienate too many Americans, and I'll never get on the mainstream, right? (laughs) Let me tell you, I would I would make. If you got me talking about the average, not really the average. If you ever get me talking, I'll make Don Rickles look like the Pope because <laughs> I see so many dumb son of a guns. I almost cussed there, but I know we don't like to do that on this show. I see so many dumb son of guns out there. And you know what's weird is it's like two of the dumbest people in the world will have five kids. And oh, do, don't get look. We just had our family reunion. I seen weekend. some. Yes, I seen some don't stuff get, this week uh, yeah, yeah. that I just can't even imagine. You know, it's one thing if you're nineteen. In your groupie and you get knocked up in the bathroom at a concert and you get a rat tattoo. Okay. That's a one-off deal, right? That was a one-off night. You run into yeah. to, bad night, bad night. Yeah. You know, are you running Angus Young at ACDC concert or something or Jimmy Page outside of a Led Zeppelin concert and you end up with this kid? Okay. That's one thing. But for some of these people that I've seen, you know, 18, 19 years old. Now one person in particular I was talking about now, my brother tried to tell me she's 22, but Seven, eight, nine, ten tattoos, not all of them very good. You know, Disney figures and freaking frozen on your arm and, and having a couple of kids for your mom to take care of. What is, and you know, you two things. Why would you want to have kids with a bunch of losers, you know, like these, some of these dudes are, right? And then why, you know what I mean? Why would you want to do that to yourself? Well, I've come to the conclusion that a lot of young people, selfish and they just think they're not selfish because if they're selfish they wouldn't bring this kid into the world and and no that's so sel- the selfish part is is they only care about themselves it's it's selfish to engage in activities that are going to bring a kid into the world and then not take care of it that's a selfish act and then expect somebody else to do it which like i said i just i saw all i needed to at our family reunion this weekend which I can't even get into, but needless to say, 
one of the foster kids that was adopted is on her second kid with and she's living in a extended stay motel room five months pregnant with a guy who's a registered sex offender that when she has the kid she won't even be able to keep the kid because the the guy is not allowed to be around kids he's not, he's not so even so how does a girl end up with a dude like that is what i'm asking well but she's the good one of the two of the foster what? sister she's the good one of the foster sisters who got adopted by my cousin because the other foster sister who got adopted has three children that my cousin, who's a retired nurse, takes care of all three of the kids. She's she's in her mid to late 60s. God bless her, taking care of these three kids of a kid that she took. She took in these sisters because the girl that had these two girls couldn't take care of them. And her being a nurse at the time, she she took them in as foster kids. Then she got she got remarried. I, her first I can't go into her first marriage, but she got remarried, and her and this guy adopted these kids. As you, it, so they started coming around, you know, as they were little girls got adopted, they started coming around the family. But they nice girls, but they are train wrecks. And yeah, the one the one girl has three kids. And doesn't take care of any of them. Her adopted mother does. The other girl is, is going to have her second kid. And my cousin's biological daughter has custody of the one kid and is probably going to get this other one that she's pregnant with with the sex offender. So um, how did there you go. Take, there's, how did, there's how did five this show kids. crash out like that? How did we take a good know. show? I don't and, know. And, and freaking ruin know. it with this. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, 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 is that my cousin is, is doing great, a great thing. Okay. It's terrible because it's probably end up killing her, you know, cause she should be retired, enjoying, you know, her retirement and stuff, but she's taking care of these three little kids. Like I couldn't take care of three little kids right now. And I'm, 15 years younger than her. You know what I'm saying? I'm, get, I'm getting ready to go see my two little granddaughters, and I'm, I'm going to have to get some extra sleep here in the next couple of days and stretch out because I know it's going to be a handful just chasing after them for a couple of days, having fun with them. She does it day in and day out with three. And, uh, and the moms just doesn't. It's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's all I can say. But you know, God bless her for stepping up. But the but the kicker was is then I found out that the the one adopted daughter wants to because they finally kind of made her have surgery so she couldn't have kid. Now she wants to have her surgery reversed so she can go ahead and have another kid. I can't like this. It's stunning to me. But that is the that is the true definition of being selfish. Right there is that you would keep you just you you'd just, keep doing yeah. that, but but there's the paradox. She she does these selfish things, and my cousin, her her mom, is the most unselfish person 
ever because she has said, okay, you know, you're going to do that, but I'm not going to let these kids pay the, pay the price. And these kids are, they're all, they get along good. You know, it's just a shame that their mom is not going to, you know, but they're better off, obviously, that they're not, they're not with her. So there you go. Top that one. I, I can't. You just destroyed my mood. <laughs> you know what I mean. I was gonna. But the, I was going but like to. I huh? said, but like I said, there's. You know, the beautiful thing is, is my cousin is uh, stepped up and and she's taking. She takes care of these kids, and you know, the whole family is. You know, they welcomed in the two kids when they were adopted. You know, so you know these. This is they're they're part of the family. It's not like they're any different. It's just a shame that they've made some terrible choices. Yeah, because I was sitting there going, okay, this is what we need to do. We need to get maybe, uh, yeah, an ACDC cover band or something and 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 have some fun and start promoting some stuff. And, nope, now you just got me decided I'm just going <laughs> to stay down here and load magazines and wait for the flash to come because I just want to be left yeah. alone now. My well, little no, dogs. I, I, think, I think that should tell you that, look, we – we got to be bright lights in the world. You know, I got my little dogs here at the edge of my bed. (laughs) If it storms tonight, they'll jump in my bed. Um, Nope. It's time for me to just check out, man. You've taken, you've taken, you've you've taken it all out of me tonight. You're going to blame this all on me. It's a hundred percent on you. I was going to, you know, I don't know what I was doing. It's going to rail on white trash and, and idiots. And now you got me worried about foster kids in Ohio, you know? Indiana. And maybe that's Sorry why those people. Hey, maybe that's why those people got them dogs. No. Because they check that box without. Because you can't leave nine kids on a porch, and somebody will call the cops on you. But you leave nine dogs on the porch. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in our shadows. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.